what's going on, How's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys know this is Kevin from the Code Progression Podcast. Hey guys, it is Tuesday. It is February 22nd, and one of the biggest bands is coming on the podcast. And when I talk about biggest, I mean over in Europe, this band is really, 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 really big. And they're coming from the U.S. for the first time in March and April of 2022 for the Still Panicking Through with From Ashes to New. We had talk all about it, but before we do that, I want to thank our sponsors for this podcast. First, I want to thank Phoenix Fitness. Yes, we are in February. We're getting towards the end of the month, and you might be still, you know, your New Year's resolution goals of hitting the gym, getting fit, achieving these fitness goals, and basically, you know, feeling better in a, you know, physical, maybe even mental sense. Well, because I work out all the time. It's a great thing for your mental health as well. And, you know, you want to do as much as possible to achieve those fitness goals. Be strong like Arnold. Yeah, or run, you know, 10 miles, run 15 kilometers, run as much as possible, bike as much as possible. You want to achieve those fitness goals. And I am here to help you do that because, well, I love seeing that happen. I'm here to help motivate, you know, keep it going. Yeah. But also when it comes to preparing and recovering, right, so that your body is continually able to achieve those fitness goals, that's where Phoenix Fitness comes in. They help you do a lot of these different things with many of the different supplements. They help you prepare for the gym with their different uh, pre-workouts, both with Stim and Stim free stuff, Stim free being stimulant free. And that's stuff I take because guys, I, I'm, I shot this podcast at five in the morning. You see how much energy I have. I, I don't think I really need more energy or more like stimulants and stuff. I'm already energetic enough as it is. They also have different BCW recovery compounds to help your body absorb and recover after your workout. They have different proteins for your morning, nighttime, and directly after your workout so you can help build muscle. Creatine help you build muscle. Uh, multivitamins help you, you know, with your health as well. Anything you might need to help achieve your fitness goals, Phoenix Fitness has for you. So our listeners get 15, count it, 1-5% off using the code MSOTD at fnxfit.com, link description below. Now, we also are sponsored by Custom Debuts. So what Custom Debuts does is create these insanely cool posters that you are able to customize yourself. So what do they do? They are able to take an artist of your choice and then either a song from that artist or an album from that artist, whatever you want, and they'll create a custom poster around that with the song lyrics, with the album artwork, with the album's track list, whatever it might be. And you send it to them. They come back in 40 hours with a custom proof of what they might be able to do. Then you're able to make as many tweaks as possible. Give them as many different ideas of what they could possibly do with that. And then once you're satisfied, you give them the thumbs up and you can order that and have it sent to you either on poster paper like a normal poster would or as a canvas print or as an aluminum sign to be the coolest, coolest, coolest cat or, you know, coolest person, whatever you want to say, coolest cat. That sounds like, you know, 1950s stuff. The coolest person in the office, in the garage, in your basement, you know, in your room, whatever, my, in your dorm room, just have the coolest poster around, man, that you even made yourself. That's our custom debuts comes in with that. So our listeners and viewers on YouTube get 10% off using the code CPP10 at checkout when you customized poster from custom debut so thank you guys for that now on to our feature presentation so i want to thank erica leanne and also the eurovision contest as well because eurovision contest this band finished six in 2021 with their song dark side and my friend erica leanne she's been in the podcast before as well she was making tiktoks about band. like this is one band i really like kind of like a guilty pleasure i think not really a guilty pleasure because this band is freaking awesome and absolutely brought him on the podcast today so we get to talk with both Joel and Nico from Blind Channel about their music, about the integrity behind their music, about their influence as well with their violent pops out, mixing in pop, hip hop, and metal all together. The success they've seen over in Europe, the, how they're trying to take that over the U.S., why they do what they do, why they're happy making the music they're making, and why they're doing it as authentically as possible. On top of that, we also preview their 
first U.S. tour, the Still Panicking Tour with From Ashes to New. Enough with me. Let's get to this interview with the guys from Blind Channel. Actually, it's more like a conversation. Fun times, and you're going to get into the band after this. Are you guys ready? Let's go! Yeah. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Court Progression Podcast, I have to thank the Eurovision Song Contest and my friend Erica Leanne on TikTok for getting me to know about this band called Blind Channel. I'm like, okay, let's listen to them. Let's see what happens. They have a song called Dark Side, which really, really, really helped up, especially finishing sixth in the Eurovision Song Contest for 2021. They are going to be coming to the U.S. touring with From Ashes to New. Fire from the Gods, Team Collapse, and Above Snakes in March and April of 2022 for their first time over the U.S. And let me tell you, that's a tour you're not going to want to miss. So before we go, before you get to go and like see this tour, why not get to know more about the band? And that's what we're here for. So please welcome Joel and Nico from Blind Channel to the Core Progression Podcast. So guys, welcome to the Core ah, welcome to the Core Progression Podcast. I'm already messing up today. Already in the morning. My God, this is getting tongue tied here. Thank you so much. It's cool to be here. It's great to have you guys here. So how's everything going in Finland, you know, right around this time, right before the tour gets going? It seems pretty good. Yeah, we're, we're being a bit busy because, like, it seems that now is the only time of the year when we have time to make new music. So we've been in the studio writing new stuff because immediately, like, after February, we're going to hit the tour. We're going to come to U.S. and then we'll continue to Europe from there. So we don't have a lot of time at the end of the year to write new music. So that makes a lot of sense. But again, you're making the most out of the time that you have, especially winters. You know, there's not as much to do. I mean, I understand where you guys are coming from with that as well, being from a place where usually in winter, you know, you're dealing with a bunch of snow and temperatures that are basically you have to go outside and warm up your car for five minutes before you can go anywhere. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> what it is so i, I kind of want to jump into that right away because if you guys are making new music i mean how's that process been going how's it been going in the studio during this time and also what can we kind of expect from new music when it releases from blind channel because after listening to a good amount of your stuff in preparation for this and really getting ready to go and see you guys in concert when you guys are performing live when you're with uh, from ashes to new tour like you got me excited just by saying that so i gotta know what's been like you know recording the new music what's the writing process been like along with what can we kind of expect, any kind of surprises, because now I'm excited. Well, we're just, we've been messing up with ideas. We've been doing a lot of like different kind of songs. We've been trying to do like hip hop songs, metal songs, uh, pop songs. And we just kind of want to want to mix it up to the one and pop thing we, we're doing. And um, yeah, I think we're doing pretty good. We're going to release new, new music very soon. It's going to be something surprising uh, compared to the other ones. And um, yeah, I guess we're on... Uh, we're on the soft spot of Blind Channel right now, on the core, where we need to be, where we always wanted to head up. Ooh. Kind of. I say, I'm intrigued. I'm really more intrigued by that even more so now, because if you're at that core, it's just like, where is it going to possibly go? Could all Because all of a sudden, could it go to more pop side, more hip hop side, or could you bring in more metal in there as well? Because listening to some of the songs you have out already, like one of my favorite bands of all time is Hollywood Undead and kind of seeing that blend that they have into their stuff. That was one thing I really gravitated towards you guys when I was listening to your music because it's the mix is a little bit more polished, a little bit more clean, but also a little bit more, you bring a little more hip hop and pop elements in there, but it's the flow and just the energy that's brought between your music compared to theirs. The energy is right on point together. So for someone like myself to get into it, it took two or three songs and I was just like, I'm in. The, yeah, we, we actually toured with... We actually toured with Hollywood Undead 
in 2018 we played with them a couple of shows in europe and that was huge it was so fun it was so fun to play with them and they are definitely a big influence to us and our music and what we're doing right now is kind of we have this own own genre own thing we call it violent pop music so i think we're kind of like we're always testing our limits like how pop can we go how hip-hop can we go or how metal can we go and album after album it's all about like recreating yourself recreating your music and finding ways to do it even better i think we're in a good place right now but also we keep challenging ourselves like we listen to a lot of different stuff types of music we listen to all kinds of music and try to pick up like holy shit we should try something like this and something like this but we still want it to always sound like blind channel we don't want to be the band who like totally changes their genre and then people are confused and they don't like it anymore we're doing exactly the type of music we like right now and now we just kind of we're looking for ways to make it even better and when it comes to making music that's something that you really just have to focus in on as someone from a music listener's perspective because if you're going to be making music and bringing in a bunch of different influences that you naturally are bringing in, especially with the violent pop sound, yeah, we're going to get stuff that's going to have more of a hip-hop influence, some stuff that's more of a pop influence, some stuff that's going to have more metal influence. But at the end of the day, like listening through the catalog as well, there's always this certain energy at the core of Blind Channel going through it. So when you're bringing all these different elements, if you're still staying true to yourself, yeah, you can go in many different places and have songs that sound completely different, but they're still going to have that feeling of, you know, this is definitely Blind Channel at its core and that's what's going to be the thing that is going to allow you guys to not only branch out and try so many different things when it comes to a different song different influence different music whatever it might be but it's still going to sound like you at the core so new fans are able to come in and those core fans that you've already built up on are still going to be into it because they can feel the exact same core that is in that new music still in the old stuff and just really feel like okay this is blind channel at its base they're just trying so many different things to see what they want to go with and you know you, everyone has different influences like Joel's influence and Nico your influences could be completely different on certain things but that's where a lot of this stuff blends together sticking with that core going all out and just trying different things that's where you get some of the most you know beautiful music and some of the hardest hitting pulse money energetic music you possibly get yeah exactly I, I mean talking about the influences uh I could easily say that for me the influences has, has been always like metal bands like Slipknot uh Linkin Park uh most like yeah, Lamp of God, In Flames, stuff like that when I was a teenager. And for Nico, it's been more like hip hop and pop music. So I would say that that plays a huge role for, for like the core of Blind Channel. And it, you were right about that, that influences are really important. And yeah. Yeah, and we have a lot of like different, all the guys in the band also come from like different backgrounds. Like I think Linkin Park is the one that we have in common. Like we all love Linkin Park. But if you listen to Linkin Park, you definitely see the metal, but you also see the like how they could make it into mainstream mainstream music. And that's what we wanted to do. But we also have like all of us in the band, we have very different backgrounds. I think most of the guys are from the from the metal metal scene. Then our newest member, Alex, like he's this pretty big producer in Finland. Like he was already before he joined the band and he has a career in electronic dance music. So that's pretty cool. And then, like, I've been wiping Post Malone. Post Malone is my dude. Like, <laughs> you fucking love, fucking can't love deny the Eminem. You can't de deny Eminem. That's that place. <laughs> yeah, Eminem, Eminem, like, back in the days, like, Eminem was always the, always the biggest. And, and artists like that. And when you mix all those types together, that's when you get, get blind channel music. 
I think the biggest thing you said there was like everyone kind of has some sort of influence. Like everyone has all these different influences, but when it comes together, it's like everyone liked Lincoln Park in some sort of way based on what they brought in. Even you take a look at Alex as well, it's like bringing him in. You kind of look at Lincoln Park as an influence there, just all the different ways that you can bring in these electronic beats and bring in more of these samples from an electronic and maybe even a dance style as well into Blind Channel's music and add more of that, you know, addition to the pop hip-hop and metal side of things along with you know again listening to lincoln park you get the hip-hop side of things where with some of those beats along with mike shinoda when he's able to rap over the top of things then you get to the full-on metal side with going heavier bringing chester bennington in there as well so a lot gets mixed in there and seeing the mainstream success of that as well and also the resurgence of the popularity of that you know early 2000s style in popular music you're starting to see kind of, you know, different aspects of rock and metal that are really beginning to prop up once again. And using that as an example, you know, seeing what you guys did with Dark Side on the Eurovision charts and ended up finishing six. Make no mistake, it's the kind of the blend that you guys have between pop, hip hop, metal, all pointed together. It does have this feel of authenticity that Linkin Park did bring. So reason as an influence in connecting that together, I think that's another major reason why people connected with your music and really helped you kind of climb up those Eurovision charts and get to know you guys a lot more, breaking a, uh, 1 million Spotify monthly listeners because of the authenticity behind the mix. Yeah, I, I think um, it's, uh, we're going to get kind of the gateway band for new new kids and teenagers because, I mean, when Linkin Park was huge, I think all of the fans were like kids, like uh, around 10 or 15 years old, something like that. Most of the fans. So I think in our case, it's the same thing. We have a lot of like uh, fans uh, around age, yeah, one, one of 50 or something like that. And it's easy to say that we're kind of the gateway band to, to the Linkin Park, to the Stick Club, Bring the Horizon. We're going to the gateway, gateway to gateway truck for the kids, for for. <laughs> For the world of heavy music and that's really pretty cool i would say and i think it's important to mention that we never wanted to be like lincoln park number two or the finland yeah, yeah. lincoln park like that wasn't the idea we wanted to create something completely new what we loved about lincoln park was the the pioneer shit they did like they were brave mixing different genres and that's what we're doing but we're not trying to be new lincoln Park. we have other other influences as well and we want to make something completely our own Actually, Mike Shinoda heard Dark Side. Yeah, <laughs> Mike Shinoda heard Dark Side, and he said that this sounds nothing like Linkin Park. Yeah. And we uh, we don't know if that's a good comment. We think it was a good comment. Some people thought it was like he didn't like the song, and we don't care about that. Like Mike Shinoda heard our fucking song. That's enough for us. That was the that was the thing. Um, yeah, it it means a lot to hear that one of our biggest idols uh, since like our first grade has been hearing a song and it's, it's insane. The world is so small right now. Oh, um, absolutely. Cool. Absolutely. Especially with the pandemic, it's because everyone was kind of forced inside, forced if they're going to connect anywhere. It's you're going to connect online on social media, whether it was Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, over YouTube views on Twitch, anything. I know Mike Shinoda is big out of that. But by saying, you know, this doesn't sound anything like Linkin Park, that might have been a huge compliment to where people were telling about the song, saying it made them feel like it was a Linkin Park song because of just the blend, the authenticity of the mix and the energy that was behind it. And he heard it's like, well, this doesn't sound anything like how they described it, but it might be completely different to the point where, like you were saying, you guys are staying out on your own as a band because, yeah, it doesn't like the sound wise. Yeah, there's nothing that really sounds like it in that catalog. 
So it is very different, but it's just the emotion, the feel, and just the energy flow with all the different influences in there and the authenticity behind it. That's where I think a lot of people might have been saying, you know, this is like Linkin Park with those attributes. But again, you guys don't really sound anything like that. You guys have your own style because you're bringing in many different influences from, you know, including Linkin Park, but also like you guys were saying, Flipknot, Bring Me the Horizon, bringing in other influences from hip hop artists like Eminem, uh, bringing in Post Malone stuff as well. Just all these different things that you guys like putting it into the music and creating this whole entire different energy flow feel of, you know, the violent pop style that you have. Again, there's so much going on here to the point where being a gateway band, it's kind of put you guys in a really cool position because a lot of people that like more of the hard rock metal side, like myself, could listen to what you guys have and potentially dip more into some hip hop and pop stuff just to try and find something that I like. Or on the reverse side, there's other people that really like a lot of hip hop and pop. They listen to your stuff and they see the metal influence in there. Now they're going to want to potentially go out and try and find some other metal influences and in other music they have. Kind of potentially go jump into a Linkin Park or Bring Me the Horizon is a great example of something to jump to with how vast of a catalog they have. It puts you guys in a unique position, but it puts you guys in your own position at the same time as well. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. And yeah, it's really important to do that crossover thing when you have like a lot of genres, what you're doing and you have a lot of influences. And yeah, that, that's I think that's the best hot spot to be as a band to please many audiences. Yeah. And you like I love how you mentioned many times that we make music that we like. And that's that's probably one of the most important things that we we make music that we fucking love because music business is it's hell <laughs> music business is fucking hell so if you're not making the kind of music that gives you chills makes makes you hard if you're not making that kind of music then i think it would be a lot easier to get a nine to five job or drive a taxi or something like if, if you're not happy about your music like that's the main force that keeps us going and when it comes to, you know, anything in the music business or anything in any kind of artistic creative business, you have to be doing what you're doing in order to just really put out the best quality stuff that you want to put out, but also be the happiest and potentially most inner successful that you want. Because I always look at it as success being relative to happiness where, yeah, it's, you could be, you know, making 10 million to be on top of the world and everything. But if that's not what you truly want to do in your heart, you're not going to be happy in life. You're going to end up being like, oh, what if I would have done this? I would have liked to have done that. And I've got a friend where he basically makes, he makes different tools and he cuts metal for a living. He's married. He's going to end up having like a couple of kids very soon. It's going to be awesome. And he absolutely loves his life. I'm like, how is that guy not successful comparing it to you guys? You guys are making the music that you want. You guys are doing exactly what you want to do. You're creating it the way you want to create it. And you're not trying to chase down some trend or chase down anything that else is going on. So when it comes down to it, success will end up coming, but in like it inside of yourselves, you might be looking at yourself, you know, Hey, I'm happy doing what I'm doing. This is what, like my favorite thing to do in the world. I'm glad I'm using my life and doing it this way. That is the utmost success. And if you're not doing it, you know, making it the music that you want to make the, the business will basically eat you alive at that point. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I saw when I was, uh, I think 14 or 15 years old when I started to mess up with guitars and bands and I was like yeah hell no I don't want to ever ever end up to the university or or a nine to five job and have a couple of children and I would say that that's fucking boring for me but not for everyone but for me uh, I always wanted to have this eternal youth and, and kind of be the ambassador of freedom in some way and and also my biggest uh, biggest goal was to uh, be the biggest Finnish musical export ever 
in a worldwide and and yeah you know there's a lot of bands who who's been always like, like huge worldwide but we always wanted to be the biggest one and that was a big big thing for me and big goal for me to achieve that point where we are the biggest musical exports from Finland and i think everything is going according to plan like like we're 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 in good speed and then what i wanted to say is that it's not always easy to keep your hair like if you have your own music your own thing you want to do the music business doesn't make it easy easy to, <laughs> easy to break through with it we were offered a lot of deals in finland yeah. in finland major labels offered our, us deals we were poor students we barely had money for food we kept making our violent pop music and then these label guys come and here's a couple thousand dollars if you make us an album in finnish they wanted us to sing in Finnish or then drop the guitars away, do Finnish pop music or then kick the rapper away and just do metal and stuff like that. And they always like they always came with some fucking cash <laughs> <laughs> and said, uh, guys, you, you look like you need some food. Like, here's some cash if you make us an album. It's And I'm super proud of our band, uh, all of us, that we kept our heads like we... We, d- we didn't say that, okay, let's do that. We said, fuck no, we're doing our thing and starve. And with enough starving, I think everything went pretty well. It's not easy to kind of stick to your passion and stick to your guns when you're hungry and there's a label that's willing to pay. It's like, hey, here, here's some money, go get some food, but uh, now you're going to do what we want you to do. Being able to stick to your passion, be able to stick to the integrity that you guys have in order to continue to make the music that you're doing and take a look at where it's taking you so far. I mean, again, over a million monthly listeners on Spotify. Darkside being number six on the Eurovision uh, contest charts for 2021. And now all, you guys are going to be coming over to the U.S. for a tour with From Ashes New and Fire From The Gods where your style of music perfectly blends in with theirs as well in terms of overall energy and flow. So for a show, I mean, that, that flow of that show is going to be absolutely nuts, which we will get to in a bit. However, taking a look at some of the other bands as well, like all, a lot of these biggest bands in the world, a lot of those bands that achieve those goals that are, you know, some of the biggest exports from their countries or from their respective home countries ever. Like, again, use Lincoln Park as an example. Did some of these record companies want to sign Lincoln Park right away? Do they want them to change their sound? Do they want Slipknot to change their sound? Do they want Disturbed to change something up because of David Draymond's vocals going a different direction? A lot of these bands, you know, sticking to what they have known, sticking to their truth, has led them to really create something that a lot of people are getting by. Use Ice Nine Kills as an example as well. They stuck to the whole entire horror idea behind their their music after their first album. They just stuck with it. And it took them a while, but all of a sudden, Ice Nine Kill is one of the biggest bands in metal right now. And they continue to put out quality music as well. If you guys continue to stick to your guns and just stick to what you guys want to do, it's going to end up coming out as the best quality music that you can possibly put out and the music that you guys want to put out. That's the key. It's what you guys want to put out. And it's going to continue to grow. The quality is going to continue to shine through. And people are going to continue to take notice in terms of coming to the U.S. You guys are going to be on a tour. All of a sudden, next thing you know, 2023 is going to roll around. And a bunch of different festivals are going to be popping up. And all of a sudden, you're going to be seeing blind channels aimed on those festivals, not only here in the U.S., but all across Europe as well. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. And it's really important to stick what you're doing. I mean, it's very classical story for a rock band that there is some huge label boss saying that you need to change that, you need to change that. But yeah, that's very classical. And it's also kind of, it, it's, it's kind of nice story to tell that we were, we were pushing through that Finnish music industry and we needed to use that dark side weapon 
to win them. And now we're here. Everyone wants us. Uh, we got a hell out of streams on Spotify and YouTube. We're in the US tour. We have like, uh, I guess we have over 100 shows this year. We're gonna we're gonna be nominated for Finnish uh, Finnish Grammys five times. And yeah, everything is looking great right now. So not, not the US Grammys yet, but we have five nominations for Finnish Grammys and it's cool start, but we want to end up to US Grammys. That's our fucking biggest goal to win a US Grammy because that will be like the first time ever, I think, uh, if ever, maybe not in Scandinavia, but in Finland, first Grammy ever. And that will be like my one of my biggest dreams right now. Yeah, but, and everything is, everything is looking pretty good, like right now. Right now, <laughs> when we get to show our middle fingers to all the Finnish label bosses. And the funny thing is that right now, everyone is like, I have always supported your band. I loved yeah. your sound from the beginning. We actually we actually made a song about that on the upcoming album. <laughs> the song is called Glory for the Greedy. It's going to come out when the album comes out. So we made a song to all of those label guys who like gave us cash, like, sell your soul to me, like that, that type of stuff. Oh, wow. I, that is one huge goal to have just to, I mean, f- first off, having nominations for five Finnish Grammys is no joke in itself as well, because not just one, not two, not three, not four, but five. I mean, there's a whole bunch of categories and you're checking the box on a lot of those different categories. Now, again, with your guys' sound and style as well, bringing it over to the U.S., it's it's very likely that on this next album, you, you guys are going to have a song or two that is just going to resonate incredibly well all across different U.S. audiences. And it's going to be played all over the place, like on Sirius XM Octane, all these different other local radio stations are going to want to pick up your stuff as well. And potentially, you never know, all of a sudden one of the songs ends up as, as the, uh, on like a soundtrack for a video game that becomes incredibly popular over here in the U.S. And that's what people latch on to, similar to what good Charlotte did in the early 2000s by putting a lot of their stuff on the NFL football, uh, NFL man games. And all of a sudden that's how they got a lot of this notice because that's what people, that's where people's attention was. And you have a sound to really play into that attention, especially over here in the U S for not only the metal audience and the hard rock audience that I'm a part of, but a lot of the hip hop and pop audience as well, just based off the flow and the energy of the music. And I love the fact guys are creating a song around that as well as kind of the middle finger to those guys where, yeah, you want you wanted to give us money, but you wanted us to change who we were. And we stuck to our guns. We stuck to our truth. We stuck to being integral and having this integrity to ourselves. And look at where it's gotten us. And now you're coming back saying, oh, man, we've always been fans of you guys. Man, we've always glad that you guys did what you did. It's like, wait, wait, wait. But a couple of years ago, you guys were trying to offer us money to change everything up because that's what you guys wanted. So, haha, take that. Yeah, yeah, and actually, it's funny you mentioned Good Charlotte because our our upcoming album also also like has a nod towards Good Charlotte. Like Good Charlotte was they were singing about lifestyles of the rich and famous, and then when we started making the album, we weren't famous and we weren't definitely rich. <laughs> we had no money at all, and we started writing writing the album, and Dark Side came up, and Dark Side has this one spot where we didn't have the lyrics. And then, like, I had written on my phone this joke, like, that started from Good Charlotte, that we should, we should sing about lifestyles of the sick and dangerous. <laughs> and that's ended up, that ended up as a lyric in Dark Side. And eventually we named the upcoming album. The up, upcoming album is called Lifestyles of the Sick and Dangerous. And we thought it was, <laughs> it was, it was a funny joke. And we, it really fit the music and the mood we had. Like, we're not... We're not rich and famous. We're fucking sick and dangerous. Let's do this. 
That is absolutely insane that for some random reason my brain made a connection to Good Charlotte when talking about your music and then you guys had this weird, insane influence for Dark Side, but also Lifestyles of the Sick and Dangerous for the album title. That is one hell of an album title to also, because honestly just thinking about it, it fits so well into, when because I, I think of Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, there's a certain energy that was behind that song from Good Charlotte. So if I'm looking at the album, it's like Lifestyles of the Sick and Dangerous, Okay, I'm already feeling that sort of energy flow that you guys do have on that energetic style that you have with Violent Pops. I'm like, okay, I'm into this, but also sick and dangerous. Now I'm wondering, where is this going to go? Where is this, you know, energy going to flow? Is it going to flow towards the heavier side of rock and metal? Are we going to get some, like, potential, you know, Slipknot influences in there? Or are we going to get some potential hip-hop influences? Are they going to have a deeper, darker connection as well? And more of this in-your-face tone at the same time because of the dangerous. There's so much going on here where... This album title, I don't think could be better for you guys. Yeah, it, it fits pretty well. And we always wanted to be like, uh, because we are kind of reckless at some point. Uh, we, are, we are kind of ADHD <laughs> as a band. So I think the, it fits pretty well. Even though we are not that, I think we're not that dangerous as a person. But as a band, we are totally. Uh, on stage, it's like chaos happening all the time. And the songs are pretty intense and and you know it, it fits pretty well you're right about that and you mentioned the influences it's weird to say that when you mentioned the slipknot or the hip-hop or that stuff it has all of those kind of i think we really we, we really did great with the songwriting on the album like we got the best best like parts from metal and hip-hop and stuff like that there's there's really like lots of different sounds, but the core is still 100% blind channel. And that's what we're super happy about. Like, we can't wait for people to hear the album. Like, and then I think they get a grip, grip from what we're doing. And then the fact that we started writing the album when we were like, nobody's, <laughs> nobody's. We had no money and nobody knew us. And like our old shows were canceled because of the fucking pandemic. And then we started like pouring those bad feelings in the songs. And then suddenly like Dark Side became a huge hit. We've like made our breakthrough. And during that, we kept writing music. And then all of a sudden we were like, for a moment, we were the biggest band in Finland and paparazzi is everywhere. Everything is crazy. And we still keep writing music. And we got like that two years time that was probably the roughest and craziest and best time in our lives we got it all like in we were writing songs through that time and now all those songs we like took the best of them made an album and we're super happy it's like a complete story we can't wait for people to hear it okay you're getting me more and more excited for this album the more you talk about it because one thing I always like about certain albums is, especially when you're able to tell stories, be able to see kind of, you know, the, the story from beginning to end and just kind of being able to take part of that and really being a, you know, unpack the band at that point, unpack the means behind those songs. And if you guys, again, are writing this before anything ever happened, before when you guys are still hungry and broke, there's going to be this raw tenacity that's going to be there. But then all of a sudden, as you guys were getting, you know, more famous with Dark Side paparazzi come around, like, can we take your guys' picture? We need to talk to you guys for, you know, whatever press, the TMZ Finland, I don't even know what's going on, like what press outlet's the biggest there. But I'll continue to write music from that and then being able to express your emotions and feelings through that along with the pandemic as well. And using that pandemic time to, yeah, it, it absolutely sucked for, especially for music. I mean, we missed out on concerts for over a year. It was, it was, it was bad. 
I didn't know what to do with myself. I was just like, what, what am I supposed to do? I'm, I'm not getting, you know, potentially like thrown around in this mosh pit. And where's my connection here? However, using that time to really, you know, hone in on the craft and hone in on the music and make sure everything is the way that you want to make sure it comes out. Taking that time and having that, you know, not having a pressure of a deadline pretty much so that when this record does come out, it feels fully fleshed out. It feels organic. It feels natural. And usually those are the records that whenever I get a chance to look and see the bands that make these absolutely insane records that people really latch onto, it has those attributes. It has those qualities behind it. So you're making me more and more excited for this album the more and more you guys talk about it to the point where when it comes out, I'm going to be right there just like, okay, I have to listen to this whole entire thing through and through. I can't wait to, like, you know, I can't wait to listen to it. I'm not going to miss out on any of it. I'm going to go through it as deep as possible. There's probably going to be like a 10-hour runtime on this album for me to actually understand all my thoughts on it. Yeah, it's great to hear that. And, um, yeah, you're right about right about everything. And, um, yeah, it's really important to put everything you have into the album you're making because I, I mean like back in or when we go like 10 years ahead I'm gonna go back to these years and listen to the album and if I wouldn't be happy about that uh, I would be like why the hell we why the hell we did that because I, I mean it's really important to have everything your heart and your soul into that that one one piece of shit called album and um, yeah it's gonna be probably it's gonna be really successful and um, we can't wait for next summer to finally released the whole thing to the world and play it today. Yeah, the album the album has already streamed like fucking platinum because of the singles. <laughs> <laughs> and then the funny thing about albums is that like when you release it, you we listen to it so many times before the release. Then we release it, then we only hear it like when we play live. Then maybe a year from that, when you listen to it, you don't like it because you're so much better songwriter. So you don't like it like a year from the release, two years maybe, Max, you like that's at least it's like this for me. And you don't like it like I should have, we should have done that differently and stuff like yeah. that. But then when more years like pass, now if, if I listen to our first album, for example, that was released six years like, ago. Yeah. And now I listen to it and I'm like, holy shit, we were fucking awesome. <laughs> like we knew what we were doing. Like we had the fucking attitude. Yeah, it was a pure pure joy of youth and it was yeah now when i listen to the first album i can really really see that what what was going on in our heads and what we wanted to what, what we wanted to say to the whole world with with the album it was called revolutions and yeah we wanted to have a revolution but i mean we were we were like on the baby steps of this whole fucking massive giant what is right now blind channel in finland and and getting to be in in us hopefully soon but yeah I mean, it's it's really important to have a dream, that kind of childish dream, and a, and a goal where to go because I think that's the only way you can do it. It's gonna take a hell out of years, and it's not a sprint; it's a marathon right now. And we're kind of we're in, we're in a good speed right now. Uh, oh my god! I mean, I'd have to agree with you on that almost every step of the way. I mean, Nico, when you're talking about the you know you're writing an album, and all of a sudden you listen so many times, and a year or two later. You listen, it's not going to be your like favorite thing in the world because you're going to be nitpicking on certain things as long as, as well as you've grown as well. But also because if you've listened to it so many times over the past couple of years where you might just be tired of it. I mean, take a look at the music that we all listen to as fans. We go through spurts of time where we listen to certain bands like consistently. Then all of a sudden it's like, okay, you know, I'm not going to listen to them as much. But you still like the band. You still like the music. And then a couple of years later you come back to it. It's like, oh my God, I can't believe, you know, I, I forgot about this stuff. Now I'm on this whole entire kick for this band that I absolutely love. I'm back on them again. This is great. 
So being able to just kind of put that in a perspective where you understand that that's absolutely incredible. And on top of that, yeah, revolution. Yeah, it's you're on the baby steps of it, but you're seeing where your idea was. You're seeing where your end goal already was back at that time and seeing how far you've come to that point. It's not easy. It's not an overnight thing. It does take a while. And sometimes it takes longer for some people than others. Sometimes it takes people, you know, just a couple of years to get to that point where they want to end up at that goal. Sometimes it takes people a whole lifetime to get to that point. But if you keep striving for it and keep working towards it, you're going to keep working towards your goals, towards your passions, towards what makes you happy in life. So that by the time, you know, you're 80, 90 years old in a nursing home, sitting down watching, you know, some a TV game show at 10 in the morning and wonder and looking back at life. And you're going to be thinking, I spent life the way that I wanted to spend it. I made what I wanted to make. I did what I wanted to do and I'm just happy with it. So that happiness and that just that goal orientation on doing what you want to do and being happy. I mean, in the singles we've heard from it and the music that you put out the past couple years, we're hearing that in your music right then and there. So when this new album comes out, we're going to hear it every step of the way. We're going to feel it. You're going to feel it. And I feel like that does definitely have a chance to really break through heavily here in the U.S. Yeah, that's yeah, all. Man. And it's, it's, yeah. it's funny you said that. You said about the the nursing nursing home thing. Because, like, I and we've, we've been thinking about that a lot. Like, people always ask, like, what's your biggest dream? Like, and, of course, that's obvious. We want to we wanna be a huge fucking band. But... The worst nightmare is being in that nursing home and then think about we could have been that big if we had done more, if we had worked harder. And that's our biggest fucking nightmare. Like we want to be there and know exactly that we became as big as we could possibly ever be. And we did that. That's what we want to we want to feel like in that nursing home. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to. Oh, sorry. Go yeah. ahead, Joel. My bad. No worries about the U.S. U.S. market because I mean I remember when I was a child. You remember this band called Him from Finland? They were friends with Bam Margera and and they sold like I think gold record in in uh, in in states. I guess it was 2005. When I was a child, I remember watching all the headlines in Finland about Him sold gold in gold in uh, U.S. and they sold like half million albums there. So I was thinking about, I want to top that goal. That's only half million albums. I want to sell one or two million. I want to be bigger than them. And yeah, the US market has been always the number one for me when I was a child. I was, I've been always dreaming about touring US, playing shows there, having a huge fan base, going to the cool parties. And uh, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's the main, main goal for me and for us as well. I would say that. Yeah, United States was the it was the big one. Like we always when we started, we always wanted to tour tour US and make it great there. And like not many bands from Finland. I think him is probably the only one. Children of Bodom from Finland was yeah, pretty, pretty big as well. But yeah, it, it hasn't been done, and it's it's constantly said here in Finland that it cannot be done. And we, yeah. like we don't we that's fuel for us. That's fucking fuel. If we hear someone say that that can't be done, then we want to say that watch watch me <laughs> oh my beer <laughs> I, I mean there's plenty of other like bands from other countries as well where they're probably told in those countries you know your sound music will never work in the u.s or like you know it, it'll never happen i'll use the who from mongolia as an example because mongolian metal with the with the throat singing who would have thought that would have been a hit? But all of a sudden, I mean, they've been touring the U.S. for a couple of years. They toured the U.S. at the end of 2021. I went to go and see them. And the room I went to go see them in was probably about a one, maybe like a 1,000 or 1,500 capacity room. 
the place was absolutely packed with people. So it is possible to do something like that. And with the style of music that you guys work with, with your violent pop style, there's so many different influences that work in there that it can attract so many different people, especially here in the U.S. where a lot of people can have a chance to really latch onto it. And you guys are able to have that point where all of a sudden people are saying, oh, you know, it's not, able, it's not possible for a Finland band to break through the U.S. And you guys are just saying, <laughs> watch this. It, it could very well easily happen, especially with the release of the next album. And then something that Nico said with the uh, with the nursing home, you don't want to end up sitting and looking back at your life and thinking about the things that you could have done or the things that you should have done. You want to look back and see, look back at your life and say, this is what I did. This is what I wanted to do. And we went for it. And even if it doesn't end up happening, which I, you know, I think is going to end up happening for you guys based off of the quality of music you put out, the passion you have behind it, the energy you have behind it, and just the willingness to go as far as you want to go. You guys are going to be looking back and wondering and looking back and reminiscing about what you did, the times that you had, and just the enjoyment that you had with life instead of wondering what you could have done or living with regret in your eyes and waking up and that being the first thing you think about is what you could have done. You're going to wake up at 90 and think about what you have done and how much you enjoyed life. So you're going to end up, you know, potentially being the happiest people in the world, the happiest old men at 90, hundred years old. If we live there, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure about if we live that old because I'm expecting, no, no I mean, uh, yeah, I'm not sure about that. Our lifestyle is pretty, pretty sick and dangerous, but yeah, that's it. <laughs> exactly. Lifestyles of the sick and dangerous doesn't really have the 90-year-old cling to it. <laughs> you, but you, you is going to that direction, so it's, it's possible. I mean, you don't know. I mean, take a look at Keith Richards. Somehow he's still kicking. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> kicking better than the other ones on that age, and yeah. There is something magical about the lifestyle we live, the partying and playing rock and traveling a lot. I, I think there is something magical about that. Why people keep keep going that that well on that age? Like I I I just read a joke about Keith Richards. It was it was this article about like I think climate change or something something really important. And then there was this part where it said that the gen the generations and the children of today must already be thinking what kind of world they are going to leave behind for Keith Richards. <laughs> <laughs> we do have to be thinking about that. Poor Keith's going to potentially live in a horrible, horrible world. We're gonna, I mean, we're all going to be passed out at that point. He's going to be 150 years old, somehow still playing guitar, wondering how the heck does this happen? All of a sudden, you know, he's probably going to still be alive with Ozzy Osbourne because apparently how much ever drugs they took in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, they just either just like got completely broken out or they built up a whole new immune system to everything possible. That guy's a fucking legend. Like I I also read like a couple of months ago some, that some doctors have actually made a thesis or some big experiment like about Ozzy Osbourne. That, how the fuck is that possible that the guy is still alive? Like it's... <laughs> It's amazing. It's rock and roll. Yeah, I was going to say, just as like Jack Black would say, through the power of rock. But I can't yeah. do Jack Black voices very well. So I'm not even going to try. One thing I do also want to bring up is, you know, talk a little more about the Turian with From Ashes to New, Fire from the Gods, Came Collapse, and Above Snakes. I want to mention every single band in that tour because, well, this is a tour you guys are not going to want to miss, especially as an audience. Trust me on that. So the first thing I want to ask is, how did you guys get on this tour? Because 
Again, take a look at the lineup. The lineup, just the energy flow from above snakes to Kim Claps to you guys to fight from the odds and from ashes to new. This energy flow of the show is going to be absolutely incredible. And it's going to be a show where you're not going to want to miss any band on here. Like, you're going to want to show up when doors open and you're going to want to stay till from ashes to new says, okay, we're, we, we can't play any longer because they're kicking us out literally at one in the morning. So you're going to want to stay the whole entire time. So I have to ask, how did you guys get on this tour? We were signed to HEI back in last summer. We had a couple of agents, uh, agencies, uh, they were like interested about, about us. And we picked HEI because they have like Hollywood Undead, Five Finger Death Punch, and like Megadeth, pretty huge bands. So we were like, let's go to that. And we have a booking agents, uh, agents, and he's been working, I think, with a couple of Finnish bands like him and I think some else, but um, that's the only one I remember right now. And then we got offered to that tour. I think it was uh, December or November last year. We heard that we have an offer for U.S. tour. And I remember I was like, holy fucking shit, we're going to the United States. And then I heard uh, it's, it's headlined by From Ashes to New. And I've been hearing uh, From Ashes to New in Finnish rock radio. So... I, 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 I knew the band and everything seems to be pretty great. So we were like, we're in right now. Let's go. Let's pick up the money. Let's do everything to work that out. And luckily, everything looks that in one month, we're going to play a first show with them. Yeah, it seems like I think we said yes to the tour before we even knew the, knew the, <laughs> the specs, the specs of the tour. Like yeah. we knew we knew from Ashes to New from from, I think it was on Finnish radio and we had heard the name before and then we checked the other bands out as well and then we knew that this is exactly the scene we want to we need to be in this is our fucking scene these are the guys we want to tour with oh absolutely especially with uh, again you guys listening to information because I remember when I first heard them as well I'm like this is not what I was expecting because I kind of knew a little bit about them during the pandemic when they're making all those covers and the first new song I ever heard from it was the lead single panic and I just listened to that and I was like <gasps> Okay, I'm, I'm definitely into this. And just seeing the rise of From Ashes to New from where they were at the beginning of the pandemic to now is absolutely incredible. And seeing that similar sort of a rise in terms of, you know, popularity, notoriety, and just overall influence, the same kind of rise. It's kind of the same trajectory that you guys are on right now. So it's kind of like seeing that parallel is absolutely incredible. And it's not even seeing the specs before you guys even like said yes or you guys saw, okay, US Tour From Ashes to New, yeah, we're in. What are the specs? We don't care. We're in. <laughs> Like that's just cool yeah, it and it's awesome. It was important to go 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 to the first tour and, and for sure we are aiming aiming for the next tour in US. Uh, uh, I, I hope in one year, hopefully in half a year. No one knows, but we're really trying to get another tour there. And we we know that if we play well on the, on the next next shows, it's gonna be possible as soon as possible. So yeah, yeah, we're really really hungry for the US market right now. Yeah, and it's kind of it's kind of cool to go back to the roots work. Like here in Finland, we've been doing a lot of shows here in Finland right now, and because we're pretty huge stars around here, like they are all. No matter where we go, no matter where we go, it's sold out, and the 
fans are screaming and hyperventilating and there are like fans stalking us from behind our doors and stuff like that. But we knew we know that it's not the same. Like even in Europe, we're pretty big. Like our headline European tour has sold, I think, half of the tickets are already sold. And, yeah, and the venues awesome. venues are pretty big. So we're doing pretty well. But in the US, we're gonna go back to the roots. Like we're gonna be the guys behind the merch desk, like saying, What's up? You wanna buy our album? You wanna buy a t-shirt? You wanna should we take a photo or something? Come see us next time we come here or stuff like that. Say so yeah. if you guys are gonna be behind the merch table, you're definitely gonna see me pop by and be like, "Hey guys, how's it going?" Because <laughs> I like to say hi to everybody that I get a chance to say hi to, especially on that tour. I'm like, okay, I pretty much talk to everybody at this point. I gotta say hi to everybody, but it's something I want to do, and being able to see that as well is gonna be awesome. Because again, with all the different places this tour is going with from Ashes to New, you're gonna be hitting many different markets within the U.S. You're gonna be hitting the Northeast a good amount, the Midwest over where I'm at out west, down south, everywhere. So a lot of people are going to be able to get a chance to be exposed to the music of Blind Channel. On top of that, potentially you guys getting on another tour, potentially later in the year, like September, October of 2022, if it's over here in the U.S., that's going to be a prime time to come over here because usually bands, it's like a lot of bands will tour and they'll either do, you know, in the spring, so like the March, April, May time, right before summer hits, and then right after Labor Day hits, which is beginning of September, that's when everything kicks back up again for these big tours and you guys have a sound you guys have an energy that's going to be able to easily fit on a lot of these different tour packages as well and create that create that energy and create that flow in a show where the crowd's going to be consistently energetic consistently engaged and have a lot of fun at those shows no matter what band you guys are playing with or going on before or going on after so it creates this moment in time where people are going to see you live and they're going to have the energy and the flow in the field to really enjoy the music and also after the show is done, come up, say hi, buy a CD, buy the album, buy a t-shirt, and then go home, wake up the next morning, and the first thing they're going to do is go on to Spotify, Apple Music, whatever streaming service they listen to, or for me, go to iTunes and download this stuff and listen to more Blind Channel and really get into it and have that moment of thinking about it. Go to a concert. If there's a concert and all of a sudden, what band was the one band that you saw in concert after you saw them? You didn't know who they were, but after you saw them, you're like, I have to listen to every single thing that they put out because the way that show made me feel. You guys have an opportunity to absolutely pull that off on something like this so that when like, you know, fall, September, October comes here in the U.S. in 2022, all of a sudden what happens if From Ashes, or not From Ashes, Webs of Hollywood and Dead goes on a headlining run and all of a sudden it's like, okay, we need to bring this, this blind channel band down because the style, the flow, everything, our fans are going to go absolutely nuts for it. And all of a sudden you're going to be playing in, you know, rooms here in the U S that are capping out at 1500, 2000 easily. Yeah. Our biggest goal is to probably tour with Hollywood and dead because we've been touring with them in Europe and I know they are fucking huge in America. And yeah, if I would pick one tour right now for the end of the year, it will be Hollywood and dead easily. That's, that's the band we really look up for. And I'm, um, we owe those guys a lot. I mean, they, they picked us up when we were like a fucking mini, mini band in Europe. And they were like, these, these guys are great. And we got to play with them in Helsinki after that in Germany, after that in some other European countries. So yeah, in America with Hollywood Undead, count me in anytime. Yeah. And Hollywood Undead also, it, they gave us a glimpse of what this, what this job could possibly be. Like we were, we weren't big back then. They just, I don't even remember how we got the spot. I think they liked the music and they were like, holy shit. Like these guys got to support us first in, 
first in Estonia, I think, but that that gig got, got cancelled. No, yeah. it was in Helsinki. No, it was first in Helsinki, Finland, but the first time playing yeah. with them, Helsinki Ice Hall. And then we went to Europe with them. And then, because there were like thousands of people in the audience, we weren't used to that kind of audiences. And then we played a couple nights to those audiences, and we were all of us were like, "Holy shit, this is cool!" <laughs> it kind of gave us the push to push forward to get those audiences to ourselves. Like we want, we want, we since that we always wanted to play to that big audiences that big. Like that's that was super important experience for us. And to have that experience as well, now you're able to take that and play the shows that you're playing in Europe and play to venues of that size, plays to crowds of that size and feel feel good about it, feel natural about it and just feel the energy flow and how to control the crowd and really make sure that you're providing the crowd with the best show possible and then the crowd's going to provide you with all the energy possible back and forth. So everyone's feeding off of the energy of each other and everyone's just going absolutely nuts. Then coming over to here to the US, you might be playing in smaller rooms just to start out with. But you're able to go back to those roots and be able to take some of the stuff that you've learned from playing some of those bigger shows to be able to bring that big show feel to a potentially smaller venue to make sure, you know, you get a room of about, you know, five, six hundred people feeling like a room of two to three thousand just going absolutely nuts. And that's something I can't wait to see happen, especially you guys come over here to the U.S. And then all of a sudden, hopefully, you know fall or September, October come around here in the U S maybe November, all of a sudden I start seeing stuff about Hollywood and dead going back on tour and be like, yeah, I get to go see Hollywood and dead again. This is awesome. Wait, direct support from blind channel. Okay. There, there's, there's, there's going to be a way I have to see at least two days to this tour at the bare minimum, because that just sounds like something that seen it once won't do it justice. You got to see that thing twice at least. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that will be a dream come true. Let's aim to that. Yeah, let's let, let's end with that dream because it well, instead of the dream, let's end with that goal because let's get to that point because I want to see it happen. So as we bring this episode to its conclusion, Joel and Nico, I like to give whoever's on the podcast a chance to say whatever they want to say, plug whatever they want to plug and promote whatever they want to promote at the end of the episode. So guys, right now the floor is yours. Well, um, we're really looking forward to play in, in America and uh yeah. Uh, I, I can't wait to see you all on the shows and let's say let's grab a beer and and let's hang out and all the, all the yeah gear. catch catch us catch us on tour let's have some fun and keep listening to our music and when the album comes out make sure you listen to it that is a perfect way to put it now it's time for me to end with three very specific things first things first you are if you're from the u.s you're not going to want to miss blind channel when they go on tour with from and fire from the gods team collapse and above snakes you're not going to want to miss out on it you're not going to want to miss on their music miss on their socials because when that new album ends up dropping left sounds of the sick and dangerous i mean you're going to want to know all about you want to be in the know about you want to be ready for this kind of stuff so you want to follow them on all their socials you're going to stream their music buy the music download the music watch their youtube videos everything about that but instead of having to look that up yourself all you have to do is go to the description of the podcast there's going to be something that says find blind channel online links labels everything is going to be there for social media streaming services where to buy the music download the music buy some merch and also to get tickets for the still panicking tour with from ashes to do i'm gonna have it all there for you so it's a one-click one-stop shop and i'm gonna do all the work for you all you have to do is click and make it happen that's on you guys now it's time for number two so Joel, Nico, when it comes to the podcast, if I have guests on that I absolutely enjoy having on, I always tend to make a certain promise to the bands. It's kind of like a thank you. And I want to, you know, always like doing this stuff. And you guys absolutely have hit on this. You guys are continuing the streak. So 
This has definitely easily been able to say when I get to see you perform live in March of 2022, because I can get to see two of those shows. My promise you guys is when I get to see those shows, I will show up at the merch table and I'll just add, I'll, I'll say hi, but I'll ask you one question. What do you guys want to drink? Because the first round's on me. Good to hear. <laughs> Can't wait to see you. I'll see yeah. you guys in March. And on that note, this cannot be goodbye whatsoever because I'm going to see you guys in, you know, about a month, get to see you guys perform live twice. And it's going to be freaking awesome. On top of that, I'd love to have you guys back on the podcast again in the future, especially when the album is ready to drop to talk all about it, to get more people excited about it and also just see how incredible this thing is and really dive deep into it with you guys. So is this goodbye? No, this is not going to be goodbye. This is going to be. See you later. Yeah. See you later, man. Well, folks, that was my interview with Joel and Ika from the band Blind Channel. Now, Blind Channel is going on tour with From Ashes to New, Fire from the Gods, Above Snakes, and Keem Collapse in March and April of 2022 here in the U.S. You're going to want to see that show. Why? Because that lineup is absolutely insane. You're going to want to get to see Blind Channel perform live as well. You're going to want to follow them on all their social so you stay connected with them. And you're going to want to buy some merch, stream, download, listen to their music, buy their music. Also, you're going to want to buy tickets to that, that, those shows as well and be ready for their new album, Lifestyles of the Sick and Dangerous, when it is ready to drop. Again, date still to be determined, but we'll wait and see what happens. You're not going to want to miss out on it. So what's the best way to do it? Go to the description of the podcast. You'll see something that says Find Blind Channel Online. Links to their socials, links to YouTube, links to the streaming service so you can buy, download, stream their music, links where you can buy some merch, and of course, buy tickets to the Still Panicking Tour and get ready to see these guys perform live. Also, remember to subscribe and watch the Core Progression Podcast or listen to Core Progression Podcast and follow us online as well. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram. We also do live streams as well every single Wednesday night where we talk to you guys all about music and just whatever happens, happens. So please join us there. For the podcast, you can watch every single podcast live. Well, not live, but, you know, recorded on YouTube every single time. And if you just want to listen, you can listen on YouTube as well, or you can listen on Spotify, a podcast, iHeartRadio, and Amazon. All links to the podcast below, along with the links for Phoenix Fitness and Custody Abuse, our sponsors today, and their promo codes. Guys, I can't wait to see Blind Channel perform live. I can see him twice, March 11th and March 12th, both show dates that are in the state of Wisconsin. So if you guys are going to be in Wisconsin for those shows, come say hi to me. Go say hi to every single man that's on there above 16 Collapse. Blind Channel, Fire from the Gods, and from Ash 2. Let's just have one hell of a time. Let's make this tour the tour that gets Blind Channel noticed in the United States to the point where when that album comes out, Lifestyles and Sick and Dangerous, no one's going to miss out on it. I can't wait to meet these guys in person. And remember, guys, first round's on me. So that, no, that's going to be for me, guys. Thank you for watching listening to the Chord Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I end every single one of these episodes with a big, healthy, and hearty See you! Okay.